hey, let's not mess around today with the show. We got to get this thing going because, you know, we got that soccer match for the third place at nine o'clock and oh. we're already getting off to a late start. So let's not mess around. Okay. 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 Are you, yeah, I'm are, you re- are, I'm are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome to the Bro Show. Hey. This is, yeah, we're really brothers, related. Same mom, same dad. We do this every Saturday morning at 7.30. It's fun. It's festive. And you know what? It's pretty dependable. You can count on us to talk about four things. The first thing we talk about is an animal. And every six months, we switch the animal out because we have a different season every six months. Yes. What's what's the animal this season, John? Season of the Tiger. It is the season of the Tiger. And we're going to get to it. We have a great Tiger story for you. Secondarily, we have a word. A word we found while we were researching. So we have a word for you. And thirdly, we have a topic. Our main topic. We call it two takes. Because generally speaking, John and I look at things differently. But it rarely comes to fisticuffs. And rarely do we totally agree. Exactly. <laughs> so that's that's pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Last but not least, we have groaners. These are bad jokes. Mm, bad, bad jokes. jokes. Mm. Yeah. So that's it. That's the four things oh, we do. Dependably. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yes. And there's another thing we can always depend upon, and that is what we are wearing. And I'd like to know what you're wearing from the um, not the neck up, but the uh, the, the belt <laughs> up. Okay. The belt up. Fair enough, even though I'm not wearing a belt. We'll leave it at that. Uh, the shirt I'm wearing is the second T-shirt we ever made, the black color one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, the bro that's show. A, that, yeah. Oh, that's a classic. It yeah. is. It really, it's one of the most uh, startling, you know, it really gets the attention. I guess I was more needy then. I needed more attention. Must wow. be that. Must be that. Yeah. How about you? I got to celebrate your life. I figure we're, you know, in the festive mood over the next couple of weeks. So why not uh, celebrate your life? I think we maybe actually put this out somewhere towards the end of the year. So it's the, um, yeah, celebrate your life. The bro show with us, uh, your hands up and me with my White Sox hat on and sunglasses acting cool as I always end oh, yeah. and do yeah. as a podcasting personality. So it's a good, good one to, to wear, good one to look at. Me in the background having a meltdown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Worrying about logistics and timing. And yeah. Okay, dude. Wow. So, hey, sponsor. Hey. We have a sponsor. We got we, we got a sponsor. Our sponsor is Big Cat Rescue. Big Cat Rescue. Uh, their their mission is to find a doggone good home for cats, and also to uh, to basically be advocates to stop the abuse of cats. And then also look towards maybe making sure that these critters do not become extinct. So they're a 501c3 organization founded uh, 30 years ago, critically acclaimed, won many high ratings in a, a variety of ways in which uh, nonprofits are rated. And best of all, this young, this not so young organization has some swag. Uh, they oh, got oh. some incredible uh, t-shirts, uh, you know, all that other stuff, coffee cups, hats, and this, but we kind of, we kind of lock in on the tees. Yeah. We really like t-shirts and they have some good ones. 
Oh, they do. And, you know, it is their 30th anniversary. So go on over there and you can grab yourself a 30th anniversary T-shirt. We got links to everything about this organization in our show notes. We're proud to have them as a sponsor. And there's more to the story, isn't there, John? This is a story. Yeah, it's a really, really good story. So uh, as we take a look at it, I think we have had on our list to do a story about tigers based upon a docu-series that came out in 2020 and 2021 called Tiger King. As we took a look at it, though, we realized that it really didn't shed a good light upon tigers and had kind of a, 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 a dark theme behind it. So we decided to kind of put it on the back burner. And finally, finally, mm. over the last month, something took place which allowed us to bring this whole backstory to the forefront. And what that is, is the fact that the Big Cat Safety Act passed the Senate uh, just a just a week ago. And mm. as a result of that, this act, the Big Cat Safety Act, it does a couple of things. Number one, what it does, it, it basically uh, outlaws uh, petting zoos or these 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 little roadside stands where you can stop and for a certain amount of money, pet a cat, pet a little tiger pet, uh, cub. And also, yeah, yeah all so it's all big cats. And the other thing it'll do, it it uh, it will also outlaw maintaining these animals as pets. So what's left? Is that if you are a zoo, if you're a educational institution that has cats, or you are a sanctuary such as our sponsor, Big Cat Rescue, you can continue. Anything other than that, what you need to do is if you have a cat right now, you can continue to have it. You grandfather that cat in, but you can't breed any more cats, and you need to register with a wildlife organization that you have the animal. And the same with the these petting zoos. So it's sitting on uh, President Biden's desk as we as we do the show. Uh, we anticipate that sometime between now and the end of the year, he will sign it and it will become uh, become the real deal. And we can move on. This is something that the big cat uh, rescue has been an advocate of for many years. In fact, they, as oh, soon yeah. as it, would, it, it passed the the. Uh, the founder, the co-founder of Big Cat Rescue, Carol Baskin, uh, uh, did a couple of, of you know interviews with, and felt so to, so pleased that this was 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 actually happening. So it's a it's a great story. It's a good story. Uh, what can I say? It, it's something we feel very very uh, good about, and that's that's the story for the for the uh, the week. I don't know. Not many people know this, but and I shouldn't really say anything. I well, I tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna cage this a little carefully i'm gonna frame this carefully here's the thing i can't disclose who has subscribed to our podcast or not but let's just say it's not an accident that this bill has not been signed by our president he happens to be waiting for the end of the season in order to do it that's all i'll say okay that's all i can say you know that yeah. that's something. I think he was just re- waiting. Well, let's let's not get into the details. Yeah, we with can't, respect we can't really get into the details, John. Come on, we can. Uh, yeah, and it's oh, yeah. There, there's a there's a bad the, the backstory with the Tiger King docu series. It, it sort of fits in that same mold. We don't we don't want yeah. to uh, advocate or publicize uh, certain things which just need to be left on the back burner. It's, that's about the only way I can say it. So. Yeah, we don't we don't want we don't want, I don't want to support that show. 
myself. Yeah. Even by mentioning some things that, you know, had to do with the passage of this. Yes. Right. You got it. All good. All right. Okay, sir. Well, we better move on before we disclose some confidential information. We got a word. Yeah, our word is actually two letters together, T-Z. And, yeah, uh, and it's re- not an acronym. It's not an acronym either. No, it is isn't. It, it's, and it's not an abbreviation for our country, or maybe it is Tanz- Tanzania, I guess. Tanz- Tanzania. 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 Tanzania, yeah, Tanzania. That's it. That's it. Uh, in Africa. Yeah. But Been there. it's also, it, it, it is a word. And perhaps you can give us a little bit of the background and, uh, and how we came up with this. The coolest thing about this word is people say, well, Jerry, how do you pronounce it? My answer is you don't. You yeah, type it. I would, yeah, you type, you type it, it or you just say T, T, like a golf T, and Z, 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 E, E. I mean, if you were going to put a phonetic down for it, that's what you would do. Um, that's it. Some parts of the no. world, they would say T, Z. Oh, really? I realize that. Yeah, because Z is Z in, in European, many European oh, countries. Yeah. yeah, cool. Australia. That's actually yeah. it. It's kind of being cool is kind yeah. of what it's all about. Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. That's what it means. It is to be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's very right. That's very true. The word TZ is a state of mind often used when someone has been sitting several hours in front of a screen. As a, uh, you know, that's a state of mind. That's a noun. Now, the verb, you can use it as a verb, too. And it means to chill yeah. or to kick back. Right. Right. So and quite often when somebody has maybe been a little upset or something, you maybe say to them, chill. You know? yeah. yeah. And that's saying get into this more sedentary state of where you're mm. just kind of zoned out. It's fine. Yeah. Here's an example. Come TZ next week at my place. Okay. And he's just kind of yeah, hang. But yeah, you're going to hang. But you would type that. You usually don't say that. Right. The, you know, saying TZ a lot would probably be like saying LOL. Oh, say yeah. LOL. You just type it, right? Yeah. Okay. All good. Yeah, I think we are good. I'm ready. I'm ready, John. I'm, I'm really excited. Two takes. We found this word. We found this word in two takes. We did. We know that we just had the midterm elections. And as a part of that, yeah. what happens is some people get reelected, but a lot of people decide to retire, decide to move on. And a good example on a national front would be Nancy Pelosi, who gets a lot of publicity. Well, here in the state of Illinois, we had a comparable uh, politician or uh, an office holder, and his name is Jesse White. Uh, Jesse White is, I would call, a true public servant. Service is his middle name. Mm-hmm. And what he and, and the thing is, he took on a job, the Illinois Secretary of State, which he has held a record 24 years, was reelected six times, was elected six times altogether. And Jesse is black. And here we are in the state of Illinois, which is considered a blue state. But there is a large portion of our population, particularly downstate, which is considered strong Republican. And Jesse has held this this statewide office and reelected. And uh, his idea of getting reelected is not only to win, but to win every doggone county, all 102 counties in the state. And that's what he has done. Now, the actual job itself. Boring. It's like this is a yeah. paper, paper shuffle job. And what you know, you do things like issue state ID cards, you register corporations, you license drivers, maintain driver records. And even in his case, and each state has a different set of responsibilities that goes with this job. 
This one includes Jesse being the state librarian, which means he oversees the literacy programs, summer reading programs, etc. So you're saying, well, who would want this? Who would want this job? Well, in the state of Illinois, which is known for a lot of greed, graft, uh, uh, political aspirations, etc., there are two main reasons that a person might want to take this position. Number one, since it's a statewide office, you get your name out to everybody in the state. So it is a stepping stone to becoming a, uh, a governor. And even we've had U.S. senators uh, make their way through this, this thing. The other thing is there is a lot of money going through. And politicians with sticky fingers are attracted to this oh. job. <laughs> In fact, the successor, the, the predecessor to, to uh, Jesse White was a uh, governor who was previous to that secretary of state. And his name's George Ryan. And he has actually used this job in the, both of these ways. Number one, he used it to move from secretary of state to the governor position. And he also sold license, et cetera, and spent a fair amount of time, I think eight years altogether in the slammer, the Fed slammer, because of, of some of the things he did. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So Jesse... Is his accomplishments as a Secretary of State have been uh, uh, pretty immense. You know, it's a, it's a it, since it's a thing with respect to administration, you know, he introduced a lot of new technology to modernize, streamline, and so we didn't have to wait quite as long in line in order to get our driver's license. He strengthened certain laws, such as the DOI laws in the state, so that we it, it was considered a national leader in, in uh, road safety. The uh, the one area in which the previous holder this office took advantage of it was with respect to licensing uh, 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 truck drivers. And that's when he took a hard look and made sure that we had all the controls in place so that the the, the abnormalities, the, the the things that were done incorrectly uh, before were not going to be done again. And also overhauling uh, teen uh, driving guidelines. So uh, I think the one moment of national attention that Jesse got, which is kind of funny, J Jesse uh, is a guy who's got a, a strong ethic, uh, ethic background and also strong strength in, it, in that. So back yeah. in 2009, uh, uh, Governor Bogoyevich, one of the four governors who has uh, spent some time in jail, uh, Illinois governors of the last 10. We've got we've we had a great record there. Uh, he. Wait, wait, what are you saying? The last ten governors have been in jail. No, the last four, four out of the last ten governors have have, have served time. Last of the four, the last wow. ten. Yeah. Wow. Thing. So, uh, and uh, Rod Bogoyevich is one of those, and Rod uh, is was a little free and easy with respect to his his position as governor, and he decided that when Barack Obama became president and vacated the senator seat, he had an opportunity to appoint that person. Well, he decided to put a price tag on it and was trying to sell it. And when he did that, he got in all kinds of trouble. And that's what ended up getting him in jail. Bottom line is, though, that he ended up giving it to a fellow named Roland Burris. And Jesse said, look, anything to do with Goyevich, I will not sign off and certify this, uh, the, the, the fact that, that the, of the this appointment. appointment. Yeah. And yeah. he actually was sued by Burris. And then finally, the Illinois Supreme Court said, look, OK, we get it, Jesse. You're a man of principle. Don't have to sign it. We'll let it go through without it. But that just gives you an example of the strength of his uh, of his convictions. Now, hey, but you know what? The thing is that just real quickly, we got a lot of other stuff this guy did. I'm just going to breeze through a, a few things. Okay. He was raised in Chicago. 
near Northside, not far from me. Uh, he was one uh, and he's he actually his aspiration was not to become a politician or but he was wanted to become a baseball player. And he was a very good athlete in a high school, Lincoln Park High School nearby. He was an all city baseball, basketball star. And through that, he ended up establishing a budding relationship with Martin Luther King, who uh, he got to know a little bit. And throughout probably the 60s till Martin Luther King's death, uh, Jesse was did get to know him and interacted with him in a variety of ways. His father, Jesse's father, insisted that don't go that baseball career to start with. We want you to get a college education. So he followed his father's. Uh, edict and decided to become uh, to go to Alabama State. Uh, he got his degree, uh, undergrad degree in education, and then he comes out of it. And he says, "Okay, now I can start becoming a ball player." What happens? He gets stra- he gets drafted into the army and becomes a paratrooper. Oh. Two years wow. as a paratrooper, finally gets out, and what he he comes out and says, "Okay, now I can try to become a ball player." And he gets signed by the Cubs, and he's very old. He's not real big. He's about five six, five seven. And he uh, ends up having a great batting average. He was a good third baseman, didn't have a lot of power. And, of course, being black back in the in the late 50s, early 60s, wasn't exactly what you're going to get. The, it, it had some challenges yeah. in a variety yeah. of ways in order to become a ball player. He made it all the way up to AAA and decided to, at that point, that he needed to move on. And when he moved on, he he hung up his spites and started a career in Chicago public schools as an educator, administrator in the Chicago public school district. And then he had an opportunity to become a representative in the General Assembly, a state representative, which is also an area which has got a lot of uh, interesting fellows who have sticky fingers. And uh, and he was elected and served 16 years in that regard. So finally, recorder of deeds in the Cook County, becoming the recorder of deeds is kind of a a good position to have in order to learn administration. And what does he do? He then is elected. So but out of all of this, we've got a man who's known for something other than this. If you said Jesse White in the city of Chicago, you would say one word, one word, tumblers. That's it. That's the word. Tumblers. Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? That means that what he did is back in 1959, just as a sort of a project, one timer, he was going to get a bunch of the kids in the inner city together. And as a phys ed teacher, he he taught them tumbling and he put on a show one time and then they liked it so much. The parents said, look, you're getting our kids off the street. You're, they, they were in at, at risk situations. You're taking them off the street to make them tumblers. He did it a couple of years and finally said, you know what, I think I got so many other things on my plate. I think I just just stop this. And the parents just came to him and said, Jesse, please continue it. To this day, Jesse continues as a as a, uh, a volunteer strictly nothing paid. He has his set of tumblers. And through this whole thing of over 30 years. Uh, actually, it's way more than that. It's like since 1959. So you can just imagine we're talking more like wow. 60 years. Yeah, we are. He has had go through his tumbling programs over 18,000 youth, anywhere wow. from the age of six on up through high school. Many of these people have had, you know, have learned, you know, a, a strong ethic with respect to work, dedication, uh, discipline, etc., and have moved on to go to college and have uh, meaningful, meaningful lives. 
And I've, I've, I've never met Jesse White, but I can tell you right now, I've been very close to him because I've seen him do his tumbling acts. And those, the act itself is you, if you, a lot of times, halftime in basketball games, he'll be in parades. He's been nationally renowned. He's been in parades that have, you know, been all, all over the country. So, uh, Thumbs up. When you say he, he you, mean tumblers. Je- you mean tumblers. You mean tumblers? Yeah. The tumblers yeah. are Jesse doesn't participate in the actual yeah. tumbling, but he's the one who is right there beside them, making sure and, and you know, giving them instruction, etc. So here's a man that most people don't know much about. He is now finally retiring. And guess what? He's going to TZ and he deserves it. That's what he said. He said, to use the word <laughs> for my neighborhood, I'm just going to TZ. Yeah, that's where we got it. We we all know. We all know, though, that he is going to continue to do his overseeing of the tumblers. So he's he's always got to do. He's a service oriented guy. It's always going to be there for the community. And he lives about four blocks from me. And uh, he he, the the people in the in the community sing his praises. Um, And, you know, here's a guy who who grew up near Northside, continues to reside right where its roots are. That's pretty cool. Yep. You know what? That here's a guy who just did his job. He just yeah. did his job. You know, that's all. Yeah, uh, it's, he decided to serve others. And out of all those eighteen thousand tumblers, uh, what I read was only fifteen of them have run into any 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 problems with the popo or anything like that. Yeah, right. So it's it, it's been a very cool. very successful program. I should have gotten into that program, John, early when I was a kid. <laughs> My life has changed. Well, unfortunately, you weren't here in Chicago to, to participate in it. Uh, that, that's yeah. a shame. And uh, yeah, you, you, your, your life yeah. would have been dramatically different. There's no doubt. Dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, you ready for some uh, groaners? Yes, we have several groaners. Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr. And here we go. The first one I have is... Why was the duck in drug rehab? Why was the duck in drug rehab? Okay. The duck was in duck rehab, did you say? Yes, drug it was in drug rehab. Oh. Uh, let's see. He was in drug rehab. Yes. Because, uh, uh, I don't know, he had a quack up? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're so close. He was in, because he was a quack, re, he was a quack addict. Oh. I had half of it. Half of yeah, I'm going to give you 65%. I'm going to go a little bit above a half. Wow, you're very generous. Go ahead. I'm ready for number two. Okay, let's stick with the animal theme here. What kind of teeth? Do a male deer have? What kind of teeth do a male deer have? They have butt teeth. <laughs> that is an oldie but goodie, and I just couldn't resist. I wanted to give you off to a, a good good ending here. Okay. Wow. Thank you, John. 